Hey Boilermakers, welcome to season four of the Success Express. I'm Jordan Ingram and I'm so glad you're listening in. In each episode, we discuss all the questions we have as students and job seekers. We're talking about online interviews, internships, virtual career fairs, and how to put your best foot forward during a global pandemic. We're not only tackling the hard questions, but are here to encourage you to make the most out of your college experience. Although our conversations will be happening over the phone this season, I promise it will not take away from all the amazing advice and personal experiences our guests will share. I am so excited for all that this season has in store, and I hope you guys are ready, because all aboard the Success Express. Today's guest is Antonia Lowe. Antonia is a Purdue senior majoring in industrial management with a concentration in data analytics. Antonia has always been on the go as she's juggled her studies with two different internship opportunities, one as a marketing and media intern for the CCO, and the other as a data analyst intern at the Cranert's Dean's office. As we're in the thick of the job searching process, many of you are applying, interviewing, and maybe even accepting job positions, which is so exciting. So now I think it's the perfect time to talk about salary and benefit negotiation. Yes, this may seem like a scary process, but just remember that you're a qualified individual that should receive pay and benefits that reflect that. Antonia is on the show today because she has experience with this intimidating topic. We will discuss her own personal experiences with negotiation, and this includes finding ways to effectively negotiate your salary and benefits for your future internship and full-time positions. So without further ado, here's my conversation with Antonia. Hi, Antonia. Welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having me. Well, thank you. For anyone who doesn't know, I actually work with Antonia, and I'm so excited uh, to talk to her today, and it's so excited for you guys to meet her. Um, Today, we're going to be talking about salary and benefit negotiation, and when I was thinking about who to interview for this, Antonia was actually going through this process at that moment, so I'm so excited. So let's just jump on in, Antonia. Can you kind of tell me a little bit about yourself and a little bit about your experience here or your involvement here on campus? Yeah, so I am currently a senior in industrial management. And over the last three years, I have been involved with a couple organizations on campus, one of them being Alpha Phi Omega, which is a national service organization. So we do a lot of volunteering and leadership development. And then another big one is AIMS, which is Association of Industrial Management Students. And that's where I met a lot of people who are in my major because industrial management is definitely one of the smaller majors in Craner. And aside from those, I work two on-campus jobs, one of them being at Craner Dean's office. I am a data analyst intern for them and also here at the CCO alongside Jordan as a marketing intern. Awesome. That's really great. I love learning about our guests and catching a glimpse just in a little bit about their life. So let's just kind of shift our gears kind of on our topic today, which is talking about negotiation. So I was wondering if you could kind of tell us, what did you learn about the possibility of negotiating your salary or benefits for a job? Was it maybe through a class, through work, or maybe even through like a family member? Yeah, so... I don't think there was a specific time that was very defining where I was like, oh, this is what negotiating is. I feel like that term is 
definitely thrown around here and there in our classes, among our peers, and definitely here at the CCO. I mean, that word is definitely thrown around a lot, but I think my perception of negotiation up until last year was a very scary conversation behind closed doors between like business executives trying to negotiate some big business deal or something or whatever they portray in the movies about negotiating. But I think last year when I got my first offer letter, that was when I started to realize that negotiating is simply just a conversation between two parties who are just trying to settle their differences. And whether we mean to or not, I feel like everyone has negotiated at one point in their life or another. I love that. I love how you dressed the stereotype of negotiation because I definitely have been a victim to that too, thinking it was a scary, intimidating topic to really discuss about. Like you said, it was happening behind closed doors. It was a lot of high stakes and high risks, um, and that really isn't what negotiation is. So I was wondering if you could kind of tell us maybe about some of your personal experiences with negotiation and kind of how you went about those. Yeah, so I'll give a couple examples to just give you an idea of different types of negotiating. So the first time that I negotiated was for an extension for my offer deadline. And so I had just asked my recruiter if I could get maybe like a week more, and she said I could give you two, three days. And I was like, okay, we can agree on that. (laughs) The second time that I negotiated was for an hourly wage. Um, I felt that my experiences and the time that I would be putting in on top of my other commitments, I felt like asking for a higher hourly was reasonable. And so I negotiated then too. And then my most recent experience of negotiation was for a base salary for my full-time offer. Yeah, no, I love the variety of examples you gave from an hourly wage to a base salary for um, a full-time position and then also negotiating your time for making a decision, which I think is so important for students and our listeners to understand that you can ask for more time when they provide you an offer. Um, I think that shows that you're very mature and you're not someone who wants to just jump on in without doing your research or without really making sure that that company or that position is right for you. So I think that's a really cool thing to also mention that it's not always just about your final end product of getting a job and getting a salary, but it could even be about the decision-making process. So how did you know what was reasonable to ask for your examples or for any kind of student considering this? Did you ask third parties and friends? Um, Did you utilize the internet? How do you figure out if you're asking for too much? Yeah, so first I would say, well, this is what I did. I just went into Google and I just typed in what is the average entry-level salary for my position and from there that just opened up a whole rabbit hole of resources that I could dive into and do my research on and this led me to things like Glassdoor that have information from employees themselves and they can give a better insight on what the company is doing for other employees, that'll give you a good idea of where your salary should be. And other resources that I used were 
the CCL first destination survey data because you get to see what other students are getting in the same industry as you and maybe even in the same major as you. So utilizing things like that will give you a good idea of how much is a reasonable ask. Mm. Yeah. I love the different examples that you gave there. Purdue actually has a survey that they send out to their graduating seniors about if they have a job offer or have accepted a job offer, uh, what is their starting salary, where are they located, what kind of company they're working for. So I think anyone who's unsure of what to ask for a counter offer for a negotiation, I think the first destination survey data is a great place for students to utilize and research with. Um, and then also just Googling and Glassdoor is a great just way to understand kind of what is considered reasonable in other people's eyes. And then another thing I think is important to mention is also being aware of where you'll be located geographically. That is a good point. I feel like when I was doing my research, my average was definitely different when I had put in specifically California. That average definitely went up much higher because which makes sense because the cost of living will definitely be higher than other places. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally agree with you, Antonia. If you're comparing the rent average for West Lafayette to places such as California, New York, Indianapolis even, there's such a variety that could really impact what you will be asking for for your salary or for your benefits. Maybe if, it's your, if you have to move or relocate out there is another thing to consider as well. Yeah. In response to that question, I was wondering if you could kind of tell us when is the best time for students to ask for like a better salary or for better benefits? Is it something they should be doing right after they receive their job offer? Is it something they should wait until closer to the deadline when they realize maybe they need more time in order for them to move forward with this company? Like when is the best time to ask? So I don't think there is like a perfect time to ask. I think it depends on your situation and definitely a case-by-case situation. Personally, I don't think it would be a good idea to negotiate right after you receive your offer letter. I think you should really take some time to evaluate the whole package and see if negotiation is reasonable here because you don't want to just ask for more money just because. And so really taking the time to evaluate your whole package and then going back to negotiate. Yeah. But going off of that, like, don't do it so close to your deadline as well because you need to give the other party time to evaluate what you're asking for. And maybe they have to bring it down the pipeline and ask other people to approve of it and stuff. So definitely finding a good spot between when you receive it and when you have to give them an answer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I totally agree. And I wish we could tell our listeners like three days after you receive your job offer is the best time to then ask for negotiation. But um, that's not the case. This is kind of something you have to take case by case. I'm really analyzing your own situation and making the best moves after that. Um, but I definitely agree that people need to be educated about what they're being offered and before they make a negotiation. Um, So fully understand what's in their package and doing the research so when they provide a counter offer that they're educated and have research and information to back up their response or 
their offer. And then I totally agree as well that you need to be mindful that it may take time for a company to gain approval or for them to deny your request. So being really aware of your surroundings and of your company and what they're having to do is something really important, I think, for everyone to consider. Yeah, I also want to add to that. I feel like there's a couple instances where negotiation should be considered. Let's say you have two offers and you really like one of them, but it's not giving you as much as maybe your other offer. That would be a good time to negotiate. Say your base salary is below average. That would also be a good time to negotiate, but also back it up with the research that you have done. And maybe you're moving across the country and they aren't giving you much relocation expense. That would also be something that you could ask for when you're negotiating. Yeah, no, I think that's really smart. I really liked your first scenario when you have two jobs, when you're really stuck between two different companies and two different positions. That might be the best time for you to consider negotiation for your next step in the decision-making process. So I totally agree. Another question I have is, what tips would you give students or professionals when they're considering to negotiate? The biggest thing I would say is to do your research. You don't want to just throw out a number and not have anything to back up why you gave that number. So definitely looking at industry averages, taking into account cost of living. But the thing with cost of living is you don't want to use that as your main reason because Everyone else that's getting hired into that same location is also going to have to face that same cost of living, and it just wouldn't be fair if oh, one person gets a higher pay than the others. Mm. So really doing your research and taking in your whole package. Don't just look at your salary. Look at other things that matter to you. For me personally, it was things like grad reimbursement, relocation assistance, paid time off, different medical plans. So these are definitely things that you should also take into consideration when you're trying to figure out how much you should negotiate. And then another thing that is important is to know your worth, know how much um, you can bring to the table, but don't be aggressive when you're asking for what you're asking for. Yeah, no, I think those are great steps that all of our listeners can kind of take in and then apply to their certain circumstances that they're in. So I think it's definitely smart to do your research and have multiple different reasons for offering up a different salary or benefit options. Um, So I think the more reasons you have for why you think you deserve more will give you a greater chance of being successful in your negotiation. And then I really loved your last point of kind of knowing your value and your worth. Um, I think most of our listeners have either attended Purdue University or they're currently here now or maybe even just in another college, but you're putting a lot of time and money and effort into getting this degree. So I think everyone should kind of know their worth because of this. You're being more qualified for your position or the industry you want to go into because of this time you're taking at a college or university. So I think that's something that everyone needs to take into account when considering negotiating. So the other thing I have for you, Antonia, because you work here at the CCO, I think you're a little bit familiar with this, that we ask one question to all of our guests, which is just, what is a time that you've failed? 
could be in your college experience, your professional experience, it could be just in life in general. And then how did you learn from that and how did you grow? Yeah, so in light of the topic that we are talking about, I'll give an example of a time that my negotiation failed. Out of all the times that I negotiated, this was also, I think, the one that I was putting the most stakes into, like this had the highest risk and stuff. And so my end goal was to try to increase my base salary just because I had worked with them over the summer and I thought I could bring a lot of value to the team. This is for your full-time position, right? Okay. for my full-time position. And for this position, I would be moving out to California, which also does have a high cost of living. And so I factored all of this into my research to ask for a higher base salary. And ultimately, it didn't work. And I think it was in Jordan's podcast where he said that oftentimes we equate success with effort. And in this instance, I did. I had thought that, oh, I put in so much time and effort into trying to make this work, and for it not to work, it just kind of sucked. But it's important not to take these things personally. I mean, the company has its standards for entry-level base pay, and so I think it's important not to take this personally and not to make it define my worth, because I'll just work harder and show them my value and work for that raise in the future. Yeah, no, I think that's a great example. For any of our listeners who don't know, I did an interview with Jordan Bridges a couple episodes back, and in his response to the same question, he talked about evaluating his worth um, to grades and pretty much how that could be a very dangerous thing to do. So I also, on top of that, like to talk about when you receive a no for a negotiation, Um, Not to take it personally, that's something so hard for people to accept and not respond in that way because I think we all see um, either our grades or in this case, our pay as an evaluation of our worth. So for people to kind of step back and realize that maybe this is the baseline salary and this company going in knew they would never negotiate for this baseline because then they would have to give the same benefits to all of their employees at that level or even in the state of our economy, that it's COVID, a lot of companies are having a tighter budget with their new hires. Um, So really not equating that no to your own efforts, but it really could be things out of your control. So I really liked how you touched on those certain points. So Yeah. yeah, thank you so much for taking time to talk about this today. I feel like Even through this discussion, I'm hoping that our listeners and even myself are becoming more comfortable with negotiation and hopefully we're opening our eyes to what this can look like and it's not something behind closed doors with high executives making huge decisions, but this is something you could do in your daily life and have been doing in your daily life and something that you could be doing moving forward when looking for internship and full-time positions. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. Hey, would you be willing to do us a favor? If you enjoyed today's show, can you leave us a review on Apple Podcasts? I promise it will only take a quick second, and your review will help iTunes recommend our show to other listeners. Again, I cannot say enough how grateful we are for your support. I would also like to invite you to follow us on social media. 
Give us a follow at Purdue CCO on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter to stay up to date on all upcoming workshops, events, and career fairs. As always, feel free to set up an appointment online to meet with one of our consultants to discuss your resume and interviewing skills. You could also meet with one of our career counselors to discuss a career plan, to discuss your major, and so much more. Visit our website at cco.purdue.edu for more information. That's all we have for today. I'm Jordan Ingram, and thank you for tuning in to the Success Express.